welcome back to Getting Started with Microcasting. I'm Jean McDonald, Community Manager at Micro.blog, and I'm here with Manton Reese, my colleague and the founder of Micro.blog and a very experienced microcaster in his own right. Hey, Manton, welcome back. On this episode of Getting Started with Microcasting, we will be talking about Manton's specialty, which is software and in particular, the software that you need to create a microcast to post on your micro.blog account. So, Manton, do you want to start off with your brainchild, Wavelength? Sure. Yeah, we made Wavelength for the iPhone to have like kind of like an iPhone app that's just about recording and editing short podcasts that can be posted right to micro.blog. You, you need some kind of software to record. You can't record on the web in micro.blog. You, it wants you to record and give it an audio file some other way. And so wavelength, you can record, you can do quick little edits, you know, like cutting clips in mm-hmm. half and moving around and cutting parts out. You can do some quick edits in it. And then you type in your show title description, and then it posts right to micro.blog for you. It's very handy if what you want to make is a short podcast and you don't want to get too involved in other equipment. You could do it right on your phone, hopefully using something as a microphone like your ear pods and microphone or a microphone that you can attach to your iPhone. And Wavelength has a very elegant uh, user interface, I would say, man. Thanks. You know, having used it myself, you wouldn't want to edit something that needed a hundred uh, little cuts and snips and things moved around. But to put in, say, some music, uh, and to take out a part, you know, where there's a mistake or that you started over, to rearrange a couple of clips of audio in a different order than you recorded them in, that's super easy to do with Wavelength and definitely worth giving it a try if you want to make a microcast and you have an iPhone. There is another program is more expensive since Wavelength is free. Uh, Ferrite, especially, you know, for people who like to edit on the iPad. And so if you were getting into making, uh, say, a podcast or microcast where you had more than one person speaking, and uh, you also wanted to make a lot of little edits, for example, and it was kind of a long podcast, and you want, you know, the kind of interface where you could manage something like that, Ferret is definitely something to take a look at. But I would definitely start with Wavelength if you're uh, just starting out in microcasting. Yeah, and Ferret is a great app. It's really, really well done. And it's also a great place to go on iOS if you need multiple tracks. And like if you have multiple people on the sh- on the show, a lot of microcasts are just one person, so you don't need much. Mm-hmm. But if yeah, that's a great place to go. It's a really, really well done app. And if you need even simpler than Wavelength, like voice memos is also, I know some Mm -hmm. people just use voice memos on the iPhone, Mm. record in there, and then they can use Wavelength to to upload it. So yeah, it's a few options. Now, if you wanted to record and edit on a Macintosh. I'm a big fan of QuickTime, which comes with your Mac, and you can just you know click it to record your audio input easily. And so if, if it's just you, you can record yourself with QuickTime and not have to get into anything fancy. And then when I first started out, I used GarageBand for editing my podcasts, and that 
was, you know, pretty easy to learn. Um, it's more complicated than the stuff that's on the phone, but it also, there's more features if that's what you want. But I would definitely say for Mac users, starting with GarageBand, you might as well, it's right there on your Mac. Yeah, those are, those are great apps. I mean, I used GarageBand for quite a while, actually, to edit my podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I use Logic, which is just kind of mm-hmm. like a bigger kind of version of GarageBand in some ways. <laughs> and for recording, I really like Audio Hijack. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great app, has a lot of flexibility for recording. But it's, yeah, you don't need it, and you certainly don't need to start there. Exactly. I think that's that's the main thing. Now, neither of us as a Windows user, PC owner, so I can only say from, you know, talking to my Windows using friends that there are some pretty easy and free options on on the PC as well for recording. There's something called Windows Voice Recorder. It sounds pretty straightforward. And I know a lot of people use Audacity for editing. Yep. Audacity has been around for a long time and it'll work anywhere really. It'll work on the Mac too. Yeah. And totally free. So if you yeah, if you need like a more advanced editing and you don't have another app or you're looking for something that's inexpensive, it's a good choice. Yeah. And then I really don't have any familiarity with the Android phone <laughs> and the Android <laughs> operating system. But I did some research and it seemed pretty obvious that like if you look around for Android apps that will record or edit audio files, there's quite a few options available. So yeah, we're showing our bias toward the Apple <laughs> ecosystem a little bit on this episode, but there's tons of options out there. And I think mm-hmm. the key point yeah, is just if you're just getting started, don't worry if you pick the right tool, just find something that works and use it and then record a few episodes. And then if you run into any problems, then seek out something else. Uh, but it definitely if a lot of people fall into the trap of always thinking that there's got to be something better and always looking for a better tool. And sometimes there is something better, but you can also spend a lot of time <laughs> searching for that perfect tool and con- changing your workflow just all the time. So if you find something that works, stick with it, I think is the best thing for podcasting. Once you have a routine, once you have a workflow that works, just kind of stick with it and record and publish the shows. Well, on that note, I think we'll wrap up this episode about software and the tools that you can use. And we will talk to you on the next episode of Getting Started with Microcasting.